and welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 86. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brussell and thanks so much for joining us. Whether you're a long-time listener or this is your first time listening in, we're glad you're with us. With Sitting in with me, as he does almost every episode, is technical specialist Kenny Nicholson. Kenny, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks, Tom. I started looking back at the calendar, and I just started thinking, where's the year gone? I mean, all four majors were over, Ryder Cup's over, and it seems like we just started. Yeah, it's just flown by this year for some reason. And there was a lot of excitement, some things going on in golf, but uh, the year's just, I can't believe it's over. Yeah, we talked about the, the major winners and then the Ryder Cup, and it came down to one match at the end. You had the open winner against the kid, and who would have thought that going into the year? Yeah, but what a great finish it was. You know, congratulations to Europe on their on their victory there, but it was a definitely, they made it interesting going into the final day. It was probably the most rain-soaked first couple Ryder Cups that I can remember, and then the yeah. last day, it looked like Chamber of Commerce. Know, it, was it was beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> well, this is one of those fun episodes when we get to give stuff away. We've got some questions we've collected. You get a lot of them, but not all of them. You answer all of them, but some of them you pick out that are probably apply to a lot of people listening. And you just don't want to sit on them. We want everyone to hear them. Yeah, I mean, they're good questions, and you feel like yes, there's going to be some benefits to uh, to putting them on the air and letting other people hear uh, some of the questions that come in. And uh, that's part of the job that I love the most is getting these questions and hearing from you, the listener out there. And if the question makes it to us, you get that limited edition 2010 Golf Better podcast cap out in the mail to you. So we got some here. You ready? You want to take a, yeah. talk a swat at, take a swat at some yeah, of let's, these? Yeah, let's take a swat at Okay, it. the first one is from Don Kressel. And Don says, hi, Mr. Nicholson. My son-in-law taught me how to play the game. Right now, he's struggling a bit on his drives, the trajectory of his ball is a low hook with a lot of spin that goes about 50 yards. Then about every fifth hole, he hits a high slice that goes OB. Since he taught me how to play, I know I should keep my mouth shut. However, I hate to see hate to see him struggle. Could you give me some insight on what could be going on and how he can fix it off the tee? Uh, if you talk about it on the podcast, I can say, hey, this is what I heard on Golf Better. So that way he's trying to put it off on us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, which it's a great question, and, and the reason you bring it up is, because there's there's several different scenarios that could be in play here. One, typically when I see somebody hit a, a low hook, basically to me it's like a drop kick, like they're almost hitting behind the ball just mm-hmm. a little bit, just enough to close the face down. And what that's going to do is going to deal off the club and create a lot of spin. So it's going to be a very low hook. Like a ping pong ball. Like a, like a- exactly. And then vice versa, when somebody tries to correct that, they're going to hit it high and right on the toe, which is going to open the face, which is going to create that real high slice out to the right, and in this case, OB right. You know, so there's some there's a couple things to look at. One's going to be set up. Um, in, in my opinion, a lot of that's ball position. If you are hitting the majority mm-hmm. of them low hook left, you might be just barely hitting the ground just enough behind it or what have you. Move the ball back in your stance a little bit to make a little bit of an adjustment and see how that helps. And then also – Torque in the shaft. I mean, if he's swinging really hard and, he, and the, the tip on the shaft is not stiff enough, it's got a lot of play in it, it's going to be moving around a lot, and it could be creating the dispersion that he's getting there. But I would start with setup and try to move the ball back just a little bit in the sands and see if that helps a little bit. Yeah, make sure you're set up properly, the grip's good. One of the things that I do when I start trying to when I start hitting it all over the place, and maybe this will help, maybe it won't, the two things I do is lighten my grip. And then make sure I'm taking it back slow and slow and low. Slow and low. Yeah, and that sometimes that helps fix a few things. But like you, like you said, you could be kind of overcompensating here. Right? Yeah, that slow and low takeaway. You know, to give you kind of a visual, the, the longer you can keep the club low on the ground on the back swing, gives you a longer arc in your swing, which is going to help with the trajectory and spin. You're going to hit the ball further that way. There's a lot of people that just at address they pick the club straight up and take the club back and they hit them kind of low and everything. But if you want to hit the ball high, 
trust me, try to keep the club as low and long as possible, and it gives you a real high arc, whether it's your irons or your drivers. It will definitely help you get the ball airborne. Don, thanks so much for your question. I hope you can pass some of that advice along, advice along to your son-in-law. Slow and low and check your ball position and just kind of take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our next question is probably the shortest one we've ever had. Kenny's from Warren Tannenbaum. It says, how do I fix my slice? <laughs> <laughs> the, the inevitable question when you start the game. Yeah, when, and again, without seeing uh, you know the golf swing and stuff, typically when, when you hear somebody say, look, I just sliced the ball predominantly, the main thing that I think about is take away and, and follow through. Um, typically what you have is an outside-in swing, which is going to create spin that's going to cause a slice. And really it has to do with setup, and take away. If you if you take the club back on the inside and you finish on the inside where you're supposed to, you typically are going to find that you're going to hit the ball a lot straighter versus mm-hmm. somebody that goes with an outside takeaway and an inside follow through. All you're doing is creating a bad slice, and there's no way to fix that other than the takeaway. So you got to start with the fundamentals there. And if it goes right to right. You're starting with an open club face and then imparting spin on it as well. Yeah, correct. It's not just make sure the grip's correct. A lot of people think I'm slicing the ball because my grip's wrong or anything. Grip setup is is you know if you're right-handed, your your left. Well, it's hard to explain over the mm-hmm. over the radio, but make sure you have the proper grip setup. And if you have the proper grip setup and you're still slicing the golf ball and you got the ball in the right position, it's going to do with takeaway and follow through. I mean, if you're if you're coming over the top with your right shoulder, you're going to slice the golf ball. You got to learn that when you get it to the top, you can't force it. You got to let the club fall down on the inside. Yeah, this is the kind of the opposite of Don's son-in-law's question. Yeah, yeah because he's going uh, right to left, and this is left to right. Um, that, that, that training aids for slicing. I mean, there's there's a lot. I'm sure there are a couple things to help you get there's, on that path. Yeah, there's some Momenta swing trainers which are heavy. Uh, it's a heavy swing trainer, and the thing with the Momenta that I like is it's a, it's almost impossible to swing it wrong. You know, you can't, it, mm-hmm. it's more of a pendulum. You have to take it back in the proper uh, way and you have to follow through in the, in the perfect way or you're not going to be able to swing it. It's very hard to take this club outside and then come way back inside or, or what have you. So the Momenta Swing Trainer definitely teaches you how to get the correct swing plane that you need in order to hit the ball straight. Another thing you can do on the range, and it'll feel awkward, especially if you're hitting that cut shot, is uh, let's assume you're hitting a six iron about a foot to a foot and a half behind, directly behind the ball and maybe a, an inch or two inside, put, put a, a tee there. Yep. And take make sure that your club head goes outside that on the way back and uh, inside it. It's going to feel awkward at first, but that's a that's a low-cost training a, aid a, a, and, and a drill <laughs> that will really, really help you find that path. Yeah, it's a great drill. I mean, I've used it numerous times over the years just seeing where my where my takeaway was. And I've actually you know, had, had the ball at a dress and then about a foot or so behind my ball, I put another ball. And I basically make myself move that ball out of the way. Mm-hmm. So whenever I come back, I know I've got the club going back in the right direction. So if I'm messed up, I know I'm doing something wrong at the top. So either a tee or a golf ball about a foot or two behind, about a foot, foot and a half behind, you know, make I sure. I did you- that years ago with my cousin. He goes, help me fix my slice. So we did that. And he goes, you're kidding me, right? I can't bring it inside. But you have to. I mean, and the last thing, obviously, is you got to practice. you yeah. you got to hit some balls and, and repeat it. Yep, and trust it. Warren, thanks for your question, and uh, work on work on it. Work on Clubhead's uh, path, and uh, put that T behind it. Maybe get a momentous too. All those things work. Kenny, our next question comes from a po- across the pond over in Sweden from Steve Biles. He says, "Hi, Kenny. I've been listening to Golf Better podcast avidly. Really enjoyed the interviews and the advice. Keep them coming. I have a question about fairway woods and hybrids. As I'm looking into replacing my current five wood, 
and my four hybrid. I'm six foot three, so based on my fitting session, my irons are a bit longer and two degrees upright to match my swing plane. You think my wood should be matched to be more upright as well? Thanks yeah, so much, yeah. Steve Bob. He didn't mention length there, but <clears throat> typically, yeah, length is one thing that, that you probably should consider being six foot three. But as far as lie angle goes on hybrids and fairway woods, not as essential because they have what's called a cambered sole. So they're they're more rounded, so it's hard to hit the heel uh, on the mm-hmm. on the ground and make the club face close up or the toe for that matter. There are machines available that you can have the lie angle adjusted if it is a problem. But you know, right off the bat, I don't see a huge problem with having to adjust the lie angle uh, for your five wood and your hybrid. Yeah, great question, Steve, and uh, we'll be getting in touch with you about getting that that cap shipped overseas to you. Yeah, thanks for listening yeah. way over there. Hey, our next question, uh, Kenny's from uh, Tim Kennedy. It's kind of a long question, and I'll kind of net it out. Dear Kenny, I've had a long, I've been a long-time listener and enjoy your programs very much. I was wondering if you might be able to locate a launch monitor so I can have my swing speed and ball speed checked before purchasing clubs. I live on the Monterey Peninsula, very near, near Pebble Beach, and goes on. So I guess basically, and he, and he talks a lot about what you know, his, his uh, specs and everything, his handicap, but what do you do when you, you – Trying to find a launch monitor and can't kind of really can't put your hands on one. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just absolutely can't get your hands on a launch monitor, you're gonna have to demo demo clubs and and see what feels good to you. But the, the problem with going to a driving range, um, you know, where you're trying to figure out which driver you hit further, I mean, there's it's hard to tell exactly how far a, go- a golf ball is going. You know, so you, you can't calculate spin rate and launch angle, which is the most the two biggest variables that you're gonna have to have. Um, but really, the main thing to look at, though, is, is, is if you can take a demo club out on a golf course and go up against the driver that you have now, not so much on the driving range, but take it out on the course and on a slow day when there's not anybody behind you or what have you, hit both drivers and see which one feels better, and then you can obviously sit to see which one goes further. The, the main thing there, too, to consider is, to, is consistency, which one you're keeping in play. But, you know, technology is so far advanced now. Launch monitors give you, without a reasonable doubt, you know you have the correct golf club whenever you walk out of the store or wherever you're getting your fitting with a launch monitor. I know without a doubt that the only way that you can increase distance is by increasing club head speed because you're not going to do it with any other driver than what you have right here. So you're kind of at a disadvantage not finding. I'll do some research, see if I can find one out there for you. Great location. If I had to travel, I'd love to go there. Yeah, let's see. We worked that out on the, on the expense account to go to go to Monterey. But two, a couple words uh, for the first time listener may not really know, and they're a beginner golfer. Talk about launch monitors and simulators. What what those are and what they do? Yeah, it's it's different technology now. You're basically inside of an indoor hitting range for the most part, or you could be on the driving range with a portable launch monitor, but. What Launch Monitor is going to do is it has two cameras that focus on the golf ball as soon as it's hit. One's going to calculate launch and one's going to calculate spin. And the optimal launch angle that you need for a driver is a lot higher than one would think. And this has nothing to do with the loft of the driver. It has to do with what degree angle does the golf ball launch off of the club face. And Mm -hmm. 12 to 14 degrees is an optimal launch angle. Okay, And then spin rate is probably the biggest factor of all. Uh, spin rate on a ball golf, spin rate. Ball right. spin rate. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. what creates lift. Mm-hmm. Okay, with uh, without spin, you have you know basically a knuckleball going out there. So spin rate anywhere between twenty five hundred and thirty three, thirty four hundred RPM spin rate is a perfect you know spin rate of a golf ball, and they score them on these machines to let you know how you're doing. But it definitely lets you know if you have a driver that's too whippy at the bottom. It might be the perfect launch angle, but all of a sudden the spin rate is forty seven hundred RPMs, and they know that they have to do something with the tip of that golf club. 
to reduce the spin. So if the spin is too high on the ball, is it's too much balloon? Long. Yeah, it balloons it up. Basically, you lose a lot of distance. You lose any forward roll that you might have. So mm-hmm. it creates more lift. The launch angle is perfect, but too much spin is going to create too much lift, and the ball is just going to fall out of the air like a parachute. Great question, Tim, and uh, we'll be getting back with you. Obviously, one, to get you the golf better cap in the mill, get your address and everything, but two, maybe we can help 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 you find a launch monitor. Yeah, right I would have to there. think, you know, out in that area, there's got to be one somewhere. And that's a, that's a great lead into what we wanted to talk about next. You talked about launch monitors and simulators. Talk about the uh, Edwin Watts Skills Challenge that's going on in our stores right now, and you can play without even have to go to go to one of our stores. Yes, if you're, yeah, you can play online. Um, it's well what we're doing. We we, we partnered with Kodak uh, mm-hmm. and, and doing a skills challenge. Basically, it's the closest to the pin contest uh, that we're doing on uh, on a hole in, in all of our simulators. So you, once a day, you can go in there and hit three shots and get you know your scores. Basically, your distance is measured, and then they'll have a daily winner for that day that'll get a prize. Uh, but then the closest to the pin uh, in, in each store will be called back, the, I think the top three, and then they'll have a final round for that store. And the winner of that goes into a grand prize drawing where there's a lot of gifts that we're giving away. How about that? Yeah, thanks thanks for cool. Kodak for putting, putting yeah. that on. Yeah. One of, you know, one of the stores, first guy goes in there, third shot, it's a hole in one. So oh it's <laughs> kind of hard to, to beat that one. But uh, it's a neat deal. Kodak, you know, they obviously have a lot with the PGA Tour. Uh, with the bonus thing as well. And uh, we thought it would be fun to partner with them and have a par three hole-in-one contest with us as well. And you can find more information about the skills contest on our website. Yes, right on our homepage. It's this Kodak Skills Challenge. Uh, you can click on that. You can play online. Uh, and you can also find out all the information if you live near one of our store locations. Yeah, once again, congratulations, Don, Warren, Tim, and Steve on your caps. Thanks for the great questions. And, Kenny, we keep getting them. You get them all the time. Uh, talk about how to submit a question. Yeah, just go to our website, EvanWattsGolf.com, and in the bottom lower-hand portion of the website, you'll see the Golf Better, we call it an e-spot or marketing spot. You'll, you'll see it. Just click on that, and you'll come to a landing page where you can listen to past episodes as well as this episode. Um, and then there's an Ask Kenny button. Simply click on that button, and my email address comes up, and you can ask me any question you'd like. Uh, I answer each and every one of those, and every now and then we'll do a show where we'll put some questions out on the air, and you'll get yourself a free Golf Better podcast hat and uh, it's part of the job that i love i mean i love hearing from you the listeners and uh, no questions you know too crazy yeah once you get to the golf better podcast page there's a tab up there that's registered to win and there's almost always something up there to win right now it's a, a stand bag from taylor made golf that was donated by taylor made yeah i mean it's a great opportunity if somebody's looking for a new bag or not you know i mean it's uh, it's a real nice stand bag from taylor made thank you to them and uh, the register to win buttons there simply give us the information that we require of you and your name's automatically submitted to win this fine prize and the big thing too is once you register to win and we give it away Come back and register again for the next thing because you're not registered for the whole year. We, yeah. we, we purge them out. Purge a list and let them go. Yeah. What else is going on at Watts right now? Right. I mean, the best place to follow us on a day-to-day basis is on Facebook, obviously. That's where we keep basically everybody posted on what's going on at retail, what's going on at the home office. There's sales that come up that typically we give those to our Facebook fans before anybody else gets them. Um, and it's a nice way for you to interact with us and find out what we have going on here at, uh, at Edmund Watts Golf. And ho, 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 holiday's coming. Yeah, I can't and the believe that. Holiday catalog will be dropping soon. And also, if you don't get the catalog, you can go to the website and register to get the catalog. Yeah, I mean, we get we have a free catalog that goes out uh, a bunch of times each year. But the holiday catalog is a great catalog, especially for the holiday season. But And it'll be dropping about the second week in November. It's free. Just go to our website and uh, sign up. There's a button there for catalog request. And uh, be happy to send you one of those as well. 
Well, Kenny, it's been fun. I'm glad we could hop in here and do it again. It's great, great seeing these questions and it's great interacting with fans out there. Yeah, thank you, Tom. And uh, thanks so much to everyone for joining us as well. And tune back in a couple weeks when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at edwinwantsgolf.com. So long, everyone.